You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama, first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to summer and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room. And watch the watch the workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to pick it, and I run in that pitch didn't take Biggest biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston, giving you one hour of intense, hard hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial. Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It is a Thursday edition of the Martin Houston Show. We're glad that you chose to make us a part of your morning routine. Remember, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. And you can also download that app and take us with you wherever you go. So make sure you download Tide 109 uh, on your smart device, phone, iPad, Android, etc. We want to travel with you. Good morning to those of you who join us each and every day on Facebook. want to encourage you to post your thoughts and comments. Let us hear from you. What's on your mind? Those of you who interact with us via the traditional way of the phone line, the Taco Casa hotline is open for business, so give us a call at 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Taco Casa, quality, taste, value, under the biggest cactus in town. Let us hear from you. Taco Casa, six locations in Tuscaloosa, West Alabama, uh, the Northport area to better serve you. Great option for lunch and or dinner, uh, as well as you can get it drive-in. Uh, drive through, dine in, and carry out. That's Taco Casa, quality, taste, and value under the biggest cactus in town. Good morning, Joe. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Martin. How about you today? Thanks for asking. Doing doing well, man. Uh, another day, another dollar, as they say. I'm trying to get to that dollar though. But uh, uh, we got a great show lined up with the advent of the. Um, additional bye week kind of throws a wrinkle in to your plans when you kind of plan out your show you have to go back each day and kind of figure out hey where do I go today now that there's not a, a game uh sort of the same thing as coach Saban not to that degree but uh uh we've adjusted and we'll be ready to to to, to roll out a great show I want to talk a little bit about this Heisman race and what's going on with that uh, get your thoughts and comments on that and any of those out there uh, this listening, we're going to talk about that. We're also going to be talking about um, the recruiting coming up here in a little bit. So if you have some recruiting questions or thoughts, comments, uh, get those ready as well. 
before we get into that conversation, like we do each and every day, reminding you that this is a day that the Lord has made. So let's rejoice and, and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Uh, we got Pat, who's already ready to get in on the conversation. Good morning, Pat. You're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind? Good morning, Martin. Uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about what Stanky had to say. Uh, do you think that uh, Ogeron just didn't have any control over the boys down there and sent them to uh, uh, celebrate Nick's birthday? Just what's the issue with these people that don't want to play football? Well, you know, I, I I don't I won't say they don't want to play football, uh, Pat. Oh, that's what I'm Lane just, said, huh? That's what Lane Kiffin said. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's okay, um, Pat. If you have, if you, if you know, when you were employed, mm-hmm. do you ever remember having like um, a, a year where you were close to hitting your goals and? And, and, and man, if you if you did certain things, you would hit your goal uh, as an employee. Um, well, uh, yeah, and, when, and, when I worked, I had other times, hold on, Pat, Pat, hold on. Let me finish asking the question. And then other times, you weren't going to hit your goal. Well, you had different attitudes and actions that you took. Um, you know, Florida got hit when they went out to Texas A&M. Do you think that those Florida players were being irresponsible? Probably not. Uh, but possible that they weren't as strict as they should have been because of their coach's attitude, okay? But then you look at the uh, LSU, LSU's out of it. They have nothing to motivate them. Could you imagine – I said this yesterday. Could you imagine Orion trying to have the same – response last weekend or any weekend that Nick Saban had asking those mm-hmm. guys to take wipes home and calling their parents and family and friends, it probably would not have mattered because they're out of it. So yeah, they want to play football, but they also know that they have, you know, for you and I, we have the rest of our life. We're off into our corporate world. They only have, this is a fall semester for some of these guys some of these guys, this is their last fall semester, and it's already been disrupted enough. They're not going to win in, in college football. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to make the most out of their season, gonna, their gonna fall. And they're going to get back have, out I, into they, the college world. Important. Do what? Yeah. And I, I agree, Morgan, but just like down in Florida, what happened down there was Florida has no mask mandate, and they have very little mask compliance in Florida. And – Oh, that's part of the best part of the issue. And some of these governors don't even know if they're going to comply or are saying that they may not comply uh, with what Mr. Biden wants to do. And uh, I mean, that's part of the issue, but they're not wearing they're not wearing proper mask and they're not being told what proper masks are. They shouldn't have to be told what proper masks are. You know, but anyway, enough preaching about that. Well, hey, we're getting ready for recruiting. All right, buddy. All right. Thanks, Pat. All right. All right. Mask, wear your mask, wear them properly, wear them correctly. Um, 
Now, if you don't know what correctly is, I don't know where you go to find out what correctly is. And it's not just about wearing them correctly. You have to maintain them correctly. And I don't know where you go to find the maintenance for the mask. But, hey, make sure you wear your mask um, because it's going to stop the spread. But even though more people are wearing the mask now than they've ever worn them, it's spreading faster than ever. I'm not sure we know exactly what causes this disease to spread at this point, having been one who got it and can't figure out where I got it and how I got it and who gave it to me and who I may have given it to. So anyway, uh, with that said, Joe, uh, let's uh, switch back over. Man, kind of a crazy weekend. Games are continually getting canceled and postponed and um, impacting the season. I saw where the SEC has kind of came out with some new guidelines and rules uh, in terms of um, the tiebreaker, uh, which to, to, to me it looked like they did some things to ensure that if Alabama uh, ends up going down this season and, and has one loss, that they've put themselves in a position that Texas A&M doesn't jump, jump them uh, due to Texas A&M maybe playing more games. So did you see any of those rules and guidelines? No, I was actually going to uh, try to dig into that today and figure out what actually, like, uh, logistically what, what they mean. Is it based on some sort of a winning percentage against your your, your conference or against your, your division? They they have winning percentages is, is one of them. Um, to, first of all, to qualify, uh, the technical rule to qualify, Joe, from my understanding is you have to be within it in uh, one game of whatever the league average is. So say the league ends up averaging playing nine games and and uh, somehow uh, Alabama ends up only getting to play one more game due to COVID. Um, in, in that case, uh, Alabama technically, based on the way the rules were, would not have been able to um, play, okay? But what they went back and added uh, one of the neat things that they added is they can they can give a waiver and they can give some leeway if you um, you were ready to play and you cancel because of the other team. In other words, Alabama wouldn't get deemed for this past weekend because Alabama was in a position that COVID did not prevent them from playing. It was on LSU, so. In some ways, it's, it's going to reward those coaches who, through due diligence, was able to help their key team limit the spread. That was one thing. Uh, and then another thing they added was about if you're um, within the winning percentage in the one game, then they can they can also make a scenario where if uh, A&M ended up 9-1, and one, Alabama ended up 8-1, and one, Alabama would still be able, because of what I just said, Alabama would still be the team that goes. So it's, I mean, this is interesting. It looks like, it looks like, I will say this, it looks like the SEC, based on those rules and guidelines, are, are trying to make sure that if Alabama does what they're supposed to do over the next few weeks and keep their players, uh, uh, try to, you know, prevent the outbreak and they're not at fault and they end up with less games. Because if they if they went out if they were to lose one and 
Texas A&M were to win out, Texas A&M technically would have, uh, if they made up their game and got to 10 games, would have a better percentage with Alabama being at 8-1 eight, eight and one, uh, and A&M being at 9-1. and one. Uh, But based on the scenario and what I read, Alabama would still you know, get to go into the championship game. So that part's good. Um, but, you know, with uh, with all of the games being postponed and players not playing and uh, teams not playing the same number of games, et cetera, it's making these individual awards uh, an interesting, um, interesting for me to, to kind of look at. And one of the ones I, I want to look at, when we look at it on the other side of the break, is this Heisman race. When you look at the Heisman race, Mac Jones uh, in the Heisman race. Um, Trevor Lawrence was leading the Heisman race until COVID. Uh, Justin Fields immediately began to be in the Heisman race with one game under his belt. And, uh, of course, he, he he's backed that up a couple weeks uh, since. But now he's missing the game. And there's a guy down in Florida <laughs> – who doesn't seem to be getting any love, uh, you know, should he be in there? Can, can Trevor Lawrence get back in it? Uh, does this weekend hurt Mac Jones more than the other guys? Has the COVID and the postponements, has it kind of taken uh, Najee Harris out of it? Has, has Najee, is Najee still playing good enough to, to be considered? We'll answer all of those questions and want to invite you to be a part of that conversation coming back on the other side. Don't forget about Overflow Express Wash. Overflow Express Wash, you can find them down on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One. Alabama One, One Together, one of our other great sponsors as well. But Overflow Express Wash, great packages. You can start the membership package at uh, $12, you get unlimited membership package, uh, unlimited washes at $23.99 and going up from there, three great options. Or you can get just a basic wash if you need to swing by, clean your car up before you head out of town. You can get that starting at $7. Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team have a great location on Skyland, putting one up at the intersection of Hunter Creek Road and McFarland Boulevard over in Northport. Go check them out, Overflow Express Wash. Find out more information, go to overflowexpresswash.com. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, a quiet start to our Thursday morning. No wrecks and traffic moving well around town. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. No need wasting time driving out of town for a new Nissan. Get the hometown deal and save thousands at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. The sky becoming partly to mostly sunny today, less humid. The high for this afternoon around 76. For tonight, clear and cool with a low at 49. And for tomorrow and Saturday, a good supply of sunshine both days. Highs ranging from 72 to 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years. Specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. 
Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Alabama One, Alabama One Insurance, your one source for all your insurance needs. Check us out online at alabamaoneinsurance.com. You can uh, put all your information in to request a quote there, and you will get a follow-up call uh, uh, within a 24-hour window to get that taken care of. That's alabamaoneinsurance.com. We look forward to serving you. And, hey, listen, it's a COVID-19 crazy kind of world in 2020. You're still welcome to come by our office if you're one of those people that need to be face-to-face. But know this, we can serve you uh, from uh, start to finish uh, with electronic uh, digital services, and you never have to touch a piece of paper. You never have to uh, physically see a person, uh, but we can get you properly covered for your auto home uh, life uh, and uh, commercial insurance. So give us a call, 205-342-0112, or send us an email at insurance at alabama one Dot org and get the process started today. All right, Joe, we were talking um, in terms of this Heisman candidacy uh, and has it has it been handled? And of course, it's all talk right now. As you and I both know it's just all talk. Nothing, nothing set in stone, but. You know, the people who are talking are media people and they're some of the main voters. So you can take some credit uh, and put some um, credibility to what's being said out there about the Heisman Trophy and who's leading and who's not. Uh, How do you kind of feel how the conversation's been around Trevor Lawrence uh, all of a sudden being out of it and Justin Fields all of a sudden being even with mac jones or pushing mac jones and in some people's eyes he was actually leading it uh, and then others uh, not even mentioning kyle trask uh and no running backs and or other positions uh being a part of that conversation uh, i i think the, the heisman race this year has been uh very regionalized i think that the, the media in each area of the country is kind of propping up their guy uh whether it be mac jones kyle trash trevor lawrence justin fields and they're just forgetting about all the running backs which is pretty uh disappointing to me but the heisman is a quarterback award i believe only two uh three running backs have won it since the year 2000 2001 reggie bush mark ingram and uh derrick henry uh so it's tough for running backs to win the award but i think that each each kind of regional area of the media is propping up their own uh their own candidate and uh i don't know it complicates the matters when not everybody's playing the the same amount of games and you can't really compare uh the stats apples to apples because they're not playing the, the same amount of games and really even the same amount of competition uh I think that Mac Jones has been playing the best this year, but a lot of people, uh, we had Heather Denich on the game yesterday, and she said that Justin Fields was her number one guy right now. And uh, I can, I mean, I, I can understand that because he's an electric player. He's an explosive player. He has 11 touchdown passes and 11 incompletions. Uh, and that's a pretty insane stat to kind of uh, hang your hat on. I think Justin Fields is a, is a special player, but I think it's hard to compare uh, when, when, uh, when players are not playing equal schedules. Yeah, when you look at 
equal schedules, equal competition, it can be kind of difficult and hard, hard to assess. Assess. Um, but I also think that that he's getting love based off of of last year as well. He, he's getting a continuation uh, marker, in my opinion. Um, but uh, the, the reason I was suspicious of it, Joe, is that he played one game and then all of a sudden uh, Trevor Lawrence misses a game and then Trevor Lawrence was out of it, but he was in it. I mean, that that's the part that makes it hypocritical to me is you took Trevor Lawrence's entire season um, and and said, well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He he is now falling out of the lead uh, for you didn't say Mac Jones supplanted him as leader. You didn't say uh, just that Justin Fields supplanted him. You said he fell out of it. And I'm like, how do you how do you take a guy who has two and a half years? Uh, if you're going to give credit to Fields for last year, how do you not give Trevor Lawrence the credit for you know uh, his previous time? But it was, I think it was five games to one, and all of a sudden, you know, Trevor Lawrence was out of the competition because he missed one game and then he missed his second game. And, and I heard someone say, well, it's because he, he's going to miss the biggest game on his schedule. Well, what big game has, you know, Justin Fields played? What, what competition has Justin Fields played? Penn State? I mean, what, what's their three games? They played um, Penn State. Michigan at the um, end. Do I? No, but, yeah, oh, no, I'm saying so far he's played Michigan. I mean, he's played Penn State, Nebraska, and who did they play last week? I don't remember who they played last week. But um, but um, his only big competition technically is Michigan. And, oh, my God, is that supposed to be uh, concerning when Michigan this year doesn't even – normally they at least have a defense and they're struggling on that side. But here, here's a question I have. How would you rank – If let's just look at the quarterbacks. How would you rank the quarterbacks right now? As far as who's the best player or who's had the best season? That's who's the, had the best – who Who would – as far as uh, – uh, uh, they played Rutgers. Yeah. So he's done uh, He he's done that against Rutgers, uh, who I don't um, – yep. I think beat somebody, got lucky. But <laughs> Rutgers, Rutgers, Nebraska, and Penn State. Uh, none of those teams are uh, would would be in. They would all be in the bottom of the SEC right now. So, but back back to your point, who who would you have? How would you have the guys rank just from a quarterback standpoint initially? I'd probably put it. Uh, gosh, I'd probably put it with Matt Jones one and Trevor Lawrence two, and then probably Fields three. But if you're just talking like it, it becomes difficult when you when you is the Heisman Trophy going to the most productive player? Is it going to the most talented player? Is it going to the the player who means the most to his team? Uh, it kind of takes on a new meaning depending on what definition you're using to vote for the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, and 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 they supposedly have some. It's supposed to be about you know uh, personality, character, et cetera, um, and I think that was laughed out the window when they gave it to Jameis Winston. Um, that that kind of nullified that aspect of it. I you know I, the guy who I think is probably getting the least amount of respect is Kyle Trask. Um, uh, I, I think what he's doing and how he's playing is is really really good. 
and and I do think that there is something to be said um, for 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 missing games. I'm not saying that that Trevor Lawrence shouldn't um, maybe be dinged, but I don't think Trevor Lawrence is having as good a season as Mac Jones and Cal Trask um, in terms of what what he's doing and and how he's doing it and taking all the competition in. Um, I, I I probably would have Mac Jones uh, and may even have Kyle Trask as a as a one one B, uh, but Justin Fields would have to play a few more games and and I'd have to see him play against some competition for him to jump leapfrog um, uh, Trevor Lawrence and I'm trying not to be crimson colored glasses if that makes sense, uh, but to me, if you start looking at what even think about what. Uh, Mache and uh, uh, Joel Klatt and Mel Kiper all are saying, man, Mac Jones is having a Burrow-esque type season. Right now, he's almost completing 80% of his passes. Six games in, Joe. Not, not three, but six games in, he's completing almost 80% of his passes. He has, you know, almost 2,200 yards. He has 16 touchdowns, and he's missed probably the equivalent of what would you say, uh, just time out of the game, maybe a, a, the equivalent of a game and a half. I wouldn't go quite that far. Uh, he's, least, he, he's pulled out of the Missouri game. game. He was pulled out of the Missouri game, and he was pulled out of one other. Oh gosh, which one was it? Was it Tennessee as well? Mm-hmm. So he probably and missed about a quarter and a half. A quarter and a half? Yeah, because he was he pulled out of Missouri it, it, with with about with about half, half the fourth quarter left for Bryce Young, and he was pulled out of the Tennessee game with about the same amount of time left. Bryce Young didn't even barely even threw a pass. I thought he came out in the third quarter against Missouri. So, but but either way, either way, he he he's missed time. Uh, and, uh, but he still has almost 2,200 yards. Uh, and like I said, the 80% unbelievable, um, Mac Jones would be clearly my guy if I'm just looking at what he's done. Uh, and then, then what about who's the guy, who's the guy that's getting overlooked? Who's the guy that, that may, uh, uh, may be a guy that, you know, in a typical season, uh, we may be talking about more. And I would say one of those guys is, is I think Najee Harris has had a great season, but I think that Devonte Smith, <laughs> what he, what he's doing as well is just, you know, but as you say, this has become, this has become, they should stop calling it the uh, Heisman uh, for the best player. They should have the best quarterback award and then have maybe a best running back award. Oh, they do have those, uh, but they just give this one to the <laughs> to the best quarterback. Where, where do you think, uh, from a statistical, I mean, from a, a player standpoint, where would you put uh, a, your guy Najee, and where would you put in the top ten players in the country? Would you have Najee and and uh, Devontae Smith? Well, I think, I, I mean, you know my love for Najee, but I think that missing the game this weekend hurts him more than it hurts maybe uh, Mac Jones because uh, as a running back, 
I think he's more dependent on uh, statistics and more dependent on uh, a- a- yep. accomplishments to to get that award to get uh, to get voters from across the country who haven't seen him uh, week in and week out. I think the the numbers are more important for Najee Harris to put up than uh, th- than even Mac Jones. But I would put him up very high. Uh, you're probably not going to pass Kyle Trask. You're probably not going to pass. Justin Fields and Lawrence, but I would definitely put put him up pretty high. He's he's one of the most talented players in the country. It all depends on what you're c- calling the Heisman Trophy. Are you are you yep. giving it to the most talented player? Are you giving it to the most productive player? If you take Najee Harris off Alabama, or is the Alabama offense the the same or worse? Uh, so so is he the most valuable player in the in college football? I'm not sure. Uh, as far as Devonte Smith goes, you're not. The the award has been totally uh, has iced out receivers. Who's what was the last receiver? Was the last receiver Charles Woodson? Not not Woodson. Yeah, uh, he, he, uh, Charles uh, Woodson played both. I, well, he played a little receiver. Uh, the other Michigan fella, uh, Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard. Excuse me. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I think he was the he was the last one, and and of course he had to be like a waddle. He had to be a a receiver and you know what I mean. It, it, he 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 was a he was a receiver and a threat in special teams. You know, not just his position production, but as being an overall all player. And that's sort of like Woodson got it because of offense, defense, and special teams. So straight up from a, a quarterback standpoint, I'm, and I'm like you, Najee Harris is one of those guys. I think he's a you know top five to seven guy um, typically. But as far as his position, I think right now he's he's playing the best running back in the country. And I do think it changes Alabama's uh, offense totally if you remove him out of the mix because he allows Mac Jones to rest back there knowing that he's going to pick up the blitz. He allows Mac Jones to have extra time on play-action pass because they have to respect the running game. He, he allows Mac Jones and Devontae Smith to, to have more one-on-one coverages and and, and things like that because they have to respect the run game that has been so, so productive. So, and one of the things that absolutely bothered me, and we'll, we'll get to break and get to some recruiting, is when people nullify Mac Jones because of his weapons. I'm like, doesn't, does, has anybody watched Ohio State play? Don't they have uh, top weapons? Doesn't Clemson, aren't those, I mean, the only guy that may not have the same type of weapons, Joe, uh, that Mac Jones has is Kyle Trask. And so uh, we'll pick this conversation up in the fourth quarter. Does the fact that if weapons matter and who's around you, does that mean that Kyle Trask may be playing at a higher level than all of them? So we'll talk about that, but let's get to some recruiting uh, information up next with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bam Online Recruiting. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, a quiet start to our Thursday morning. No wrecks and traffic moving well around town. If you do see conditions, of course, give us a call 205 886 8886. No need wasting time driving out of town for a new Nissan. Get the hometown deal and save thousands at Towns of Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service 
experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their team. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn which we can customize to meet your needs, or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show, the sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team. On your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. It's now time for us to catch up with Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting Guru. Find out what's the latest going on with the Alabama commits, which direction Alabama's heading, where they go from here. Hank South can bring you all of that great information and a lot more. Good morning, Hank. How you doing, sir? Hey, good morning, Martin. I'm good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Well, uh, I'll let you give us an update. Any news, anything coming out uh in regards to the, the recruiting trail, uh, recruiting news, movement, et cetera, that we as the everyday listener may not be aware of? Uh, yeah, you know, not much. Um, I, I think, well, I say that. There, there was actually kind of a big report last night, uh, not necessarily just related to Alabama, but related to college football recruiting as a whole in that um, it, it looks as though the dead period is going to get extended through April 15th. Um, so, if you, if you haven't been, you know, paying attention to that, it's, it's currently in place through through December, and what that does is it, it keeps um, kids from being able to have in-person contact with with college coaches. Um, so uh, essentially eliminates you know recruiting visits and, and you know evaluations and, and contact periods and all that stuff. Um, and that was currently in place um, until January first, and you know there was kind of a hope that you know by then. Um, you know, kids could could take visits in January, maybe get some official visits in before signing in February, um, but that does not look like that's going to happen now. Um, and, and you know, if you if you've been following along, this this has been um, what what's been in place. The dead period's been in place since mid March, so 
it's going to be, um, you know, if, if that if that report holds true and, you know, it is through April 15th, it's going to be over a year since, you know, visits have been allowed, which is kind of crazy, you know, and that's it's just not just visits. Like I said, it's, it's you know, evaluation, coaches on the road, um, you know, they're not being able to get out and see guys in person. Um, so there's just been such limited contact. And obviously, you know, there's virtual visits and, you know, there's Zoom calls and FaceTime and all that. So, you know, there's recruiting still happening, obviously, but, um, it, it, you know, that those in-person visits can be really important sometimes in recruitment. And it doesn't look like that's going to happen until, um, you know, the earliest April, mid-April. So um, it's kind of wild. But uh, beyond that, you know, Alabama, um, you know, football recruiting is, you know, it's, it's, it, there's, there's still number one class. You know, obviously, Quincy McKinstry was last commitment a um, couple weeks back. And Bama's in, in pretty strong position with, you know, several guys, um, you know, to potentially finish out the class. Um, and then, you know, beyond football recruiting yesterday was the first day of the basketball signing period. And, and Bama has a, a three-man class that, that's all expected to sign this week. Um, so uh, all, all good on that front as well. well. And we'll go back to the basketball class uh, in just a second. Uh, Hank, when you – first of all, Exactly which divisions is impacted by uh, the rule you just said uh, in, in terms of the, the lack of visits? Which division? Yeah, is it just FBS, is it FBS, FCS? Um, it, it, as far as I know, I, mean, I, 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 I know it's FBS. So, you know, beyond okay. that, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I know Dennis Dodd was reporting it Um I think a couple other outlets were reporting that, you know, it was going to be extended through through um, yeah. April 15th. So I would assume that, you know, across the board, but, you know, that, that could obviously differ as between, you know, d- divisions. Yeah, you know, like D3 actually could, could, could come to campus and different things like that. That's the reason I was asking that. That question, and it's going to be interesting to see. And we don't have, we're not, we don't have to have that conversation right now, but how this impacts college football three to four years from now Um, because of the evaluation process you mentioned. Um, And, man, these young men, will they extend the signing date? Are they still going to have it uh, at the same time in February? Yeah, you know, uh, as of now, you know, it's still on, you know, the early signing period. Nothing's been changed with that yet, which is crazy if you think about it because, you know, Bama is going to be in the middle of, the um, SEC championship prep um, that week. And you're going to have a signing day on Wednesday and then, you know, play in the SEC championship game on Saturday, which is kind of crazy. And I know, you know, it's different this year because coaches, you know, starting in December through, you know, the early signing period and then again in January, you know, Nick Saban gets out on the road. And, you know, coaches are making stops every day of the week pretty much, seeing their top targets. And that, that's obviously not going to happen this year. So it kind of eliminates that, that busyness. But still, you know, obviously, you know, breaking down, film and practice and, and, and getting ready for, you know, your biggest game of the year to date, um, you know, you're also going to be making sure everyone's signing and, and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're mm-hmm. trying to land the rest of your top targets. So it's going to be kind yeah. of a, a crazy December still in itself. All right, Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston show and recruiting guru, Hank South, the two, four, seven sports and Bama online mm-hmm. recruiting. What's your question? Good morning, Hank. Oh, uh, want to talk about running back this morning? That uh, with Trey uh, being uh, question marks. Uh, how important is it? And uh, who do you see we going after? Uh, I've run across a uh, running back uh, 
down in um, up in Ohio named Kyrie Young, uh, Akron, um, Macillan, uh, Ohio area. And this guy, uh, his film, what little film I've seen on him, I mean, and hey, and on the hoof, hey, I mean, this guy looks like a stud. What are you thinking? And then in comparison to, we know who y'all have ranked number one, but this guy looks uh, to be a sleeper that hadn't been, uh, you know, of course, I mean, this year, I mean, everything's spelled up. But what are you thinking of it? Uh, you said his name was Tyreek Young? Uh, Ty, uh, Ty, uh, Tyreek Y-R-E-E Young. He's six one two hundred out of Akron, Ohio. And, uh, I mean, to look at him, hey, I mean, he kind of looks like the reincarnation of our former Ohio running back we had down here in Alabama. Uh, yeah, no, that's interesting. I haven't, uh, you know, come across his name. I, th- I think the one, you know, the and, yeah, you brought up an interesting point with the running back position. You know, does Bama, um, you know, do they end up going after a running back? Um, you know, with, with what happened with, with Trey Sanders, obviously Trey's expected to make a full recovery and be good to go next year. But um, you know, there there you know could be kind of the, the staff looking back at the position, and you know, up to you know the last few weeks, it, it hasn't really been expected to sign that Bama was going to sign one. Obviously, the one guy that that you know we keep coming back to and, and is still in the mix is, is Kamar Wheaton, the, the five star back, which. I'm sure you know about um, out of Texas that has Bama in his top three, and you know, everyone kind of thinks he's trending to Oklahoma, but you know he hasn't committed to Oklahoma yet, so he's kind of still still out there um, for the taking between Bama, OU, and uh, and LSU. So you know that's that's the I think that's the one guy that you know Bama's looking at if they do push for that position. Um, the 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 running back you mentioned I haven't heard of much about. I, I'd have to look into him before I could really speak on him, but um, yeah, you know the, the staff's always evaluating, especially now they have two back-to-back bye weeks um, that they can kind of dig into to more tape and, and evaluations and, and kind of focus on recruiting a little bit more um, before, you know, the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess he's just, he's just really big and really, really fast. If you watch his film, All right, what, 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 yeah, one well, more quick thing before I go on JT, uh, uh, we ain't going to attempt that last name and Mason Smith being at, being at April 15th is making it where they can't come on campus. I would have thought that Mason Smith and, and also if you got JT on campus, that Nick would have stood a real good chance of getting one of the two. What do you think? Yeah, it's kind of funny. I mean, they kind of have a, an advantage in that both those guys actually have already been on campus, you know, albeit JT's visit was two and a half years ago when he was like, I think freshman in high school or going into his freshman year, something like that. Um, so, you know, he, he has experience, obviously a little bit different of a staff, but he did meet Saban and, you know, knows and kind of the feel of campus. And then Mason Smith has been to Bama, uh, you know, at least once, you know, I think he's been more than that, but actually both those guys, um, I, you know, I've talked to JT's coach recently and, um, you know, Mason, we've seen him do this, that they've taken, those visits where, you know, they just go to campus and kind of see campus for themselves. So maybe that's something they look into now more that, that it look like they are officially off. So I know JT, um, especially, you know, he, he was going to take this thing all the way to February signing day um, with, with anticipation of taking visits and, and possibly even beyond because, you know, he's a guy that's going to have a spot at any school he wants, you know, so he's not really having, feeling the pressure to, to, to secure his spot at most places. Um, so, That'll be interesting to see if he does that. And another kind of interesting aspect with him is you know, he's doing virtual learning right now. So 
I was talking to his head coach the other day, and he was saying, you know, he, he can go take visits and still be doing school anytime. And, and so that's kind of an advantage he might have to be able to do that. Uh, Mason, you know, probably do the same thing um, if he wanted to. I know he went to Georgia um, in August, and I think he's, you know, I'm pretty sure he's been to LSU a couple times. So he could also get to Tuscaloosa. But, yeah, you know, I, I, th- I think, you know, this, this, this uh, dead period extension will certainly – um, it's not going to help, you know, close out some guys, but at the same time, you know, people are getting creative with, with how they're recruiting and, you know, having those, this past business could help as well. Good deal. Thanks, fellas. Have a blessed day. Thanks. Thanks, Pat. Uh, Hank, when you look at, uh, this lack of visits, does it in some ways actually, uh, potentially help? Alabama, because as you said, some of these guys have already been on campus and Alabama have, have made upgrades in the videos that they put out and um, the facilities themselves, uh, the new locker rooms, the new walk down. I mean, uh, the new stadium, all of these things actually um, with the way Alabama is marketing and showing them. And I actually heard uh, Greg Burns say Hey, with our you know ability to do that, in some ways it's helped them. Have you heard any of the guys talk about you know being able to see these facilities and seeing the excitement of the players? Uh, could this potentially help Alabama if you can't match what they can put in those videos? Yeah, you know, I, I think, and I kind of said this at the beginning of this whole thing when, when COVID really started to break out and, and the recruiting kind of just shut down. It was you know in, in this kind of situation, you know. The, the, Alabama's brand, just their branding and, and what they've built and the resources they have in, in their recruiting department as far as, like you said, the videos, um, graphics, or virtual visits, or, or all these things they can they can do without actually seeing recruits in person. It was going to probably play to their advantage in some way compared to some other programs. And, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting here in uh, mid-November now, and, and Bama could be on the verge of signing its best class ever in recruiting rankings history. So they certainly, you know, recruiting hasn't, really been bad for them this year with the right. lack of visits. They, they've really, they kind of hit their groove. Obviously, you know, in the early spring, it was, it was slow. Everyone was freaking out because Bama wasn't getting commits and guys were going to other places. But, you know, starting in late April through through now, they kind of just hit their groove and, and really, you know, figured it all out with, with this virtual stuff. Not that, you know, they had at the time, but they really started to kind of pick up momentum um, and, and get the class going. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think it can help in that sense and in, in in the resources they have to kind of recruit virtually. But another, you know, sticking point is, you know, guys, you're, you're, you're not really, I mean, you're always watching it, but guys don't have the ability to go to other campuses for, for regular visits. So you're not really worried about guys flipping as much, I'd say. You know, I think guys are still talking to other, some guys are always going to be guys to watch, but um, that, that thread of, you know, that, last weekend visit before national signing day. If a kid was going to, you know, Georgia or LSU, you're not really too concerned about that as much as maybe you would be in previous cycles. Um, you know, when, when visits were normal. Hey, two, two quick questions. One is, have any kids said anything, uh, about, uh, this cancellation of the LSU Alabama game, um, and having any thought, uh, impact on their thought process for which program? No, I, I haven't heard, you know, talking to kids this week. I mean, I think everyone was bummed. They wanted to see that game, but um, I think everyone also recognizes kind of the situation. And it's not just Bama and LSU have, uh, you know, canceled this week. You know, you look across the board and it's 
you know, a lot, most of the good games this week have been canceled uh, because of COVID. Yeah. So, uh, no, like kids haven't really, I don't think that's, that's something they're, they're following too much as far as impacting their recruitment. Okay. Hey, and one last question. Uh, what, what uh, type level class is Nate Oates uh, going to be signing uh, as these guys uh, prepare to sign? Yeah, so um, yesterday, Bama signed um, their, their two of their three commitments, Langston Wilson and, uh, and Jusan Holt, and then obviously the big commitment, oh, they're all big commitments, but the biggest commitment, five-star point guard J.D. Davison, he's going to sign on Saturday. You have a week uh, window of, of a signing period, so he's having a little ceremony on Saturday when he's going to make it official. Um, so currently, I think they're at 13 um, in the country, overall their class, and you know, we, we saw Bama, they only signed one guy last year in November and then kind of exploded in the spring and, and added all the other guys. Um, and, you know, I think it could be a big, um, you know, late signing period for, for Bama with, with the guys still out there with Charles Bediaco, the five-star center um, that, that's turning to Alabama. That would put Bama, I think, you know, easily within the top 10, maybe even top five at this point. So, you know, they're, they're on pace for, for you know, a, to, a top 10 class if they can keep it up. And, you know, that, that's certainly, um, you know, in, in, you know, having the season to kind of, back it up on and uh, and recruit with that, uh, that that'll obviously be, a, be beneficial as well. Absolutely. Thanks, Hank. Uh, let us know uh, what you got coming up, man. Sure thing. Yeah, you know, uh, obviously kind of bummed out the game's canceled, but, you know, we'll still have recruiting content and, and you know, kind of bi-week content um, for the rest of the week on Bama Online. And then, obviously, um, a couple big games to close out the month, the Iron Bowl um, at the end of the month. Um, you can follow us on them online. We're doing a, a, a dollar promo right now. If you sign up, you, you can try it out for a dollar. It gets you pretty much through the early signing period. Um, see if you like it and hopefully stick around. All right. That's at Hank South 247 Sports, Bam Online Recruiting. Go check out those specials that they have to offer for you right now. At Hank South 247, uh, best follow in recruiting. Thanks, Hank. We'll catch up with you next week. Hey, no problem. Thanks, Ron. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we still look good on the roadways this morning, but no wrecks, just some minor congestion at a major intersection. The interstate looks clear to Birmingham. If you see other conditions, of course, give us a call, 205-886-8886. No need wasting time driving out of town for a new Nissan. Get the hometown deal and save thousands at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning, West Alabama Democrat Congresswoman Terry Sewell urging President Trump to give up his fight to retain the presidency and allow Joe Biden to get on with the transition of power. We as Americans need to put aside politics and get on with the business of governing. Sewell says there are too many important issues to deal with to delay any further. Among those issues is the continued rise in COVID-19 admissions in Alabama hospitals. DCH reporting 74 patients being treated this morning. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbor's, 
then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show, your team, the Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Hey, looking for someone that may be interested in uh, sponsoring the two-minute warning right here on the Martin Houston Show. If you're interested Send me an email at impact35, E-M-T-A-C-T, the number three, the number five at iCloud.com. Impact35 at iCloud.com. Hey, it's been a great show. We talked about the Heisman Trophy and whether or not uh, uh, Matt Jones should be in the lead, running backs being left out. Is it about weapons? And it's are the best who other than pitch would you trade for any other weapons that uh Kyle Trask is throwing to so is he maybe the most valuable player but who knows who knows what the purpose of the Heisman Trophy is is it the best player the most talented player the MVP of a team I don't know but all of those things said we have uh the impact I mean uh the Heisman Trophy conversation we have some great recruiting conversation the dead period extended all the way to April so this year's Young men, if they are late recruits or didn't get to take visits to campus or will not get to take official visits, dead period extended to April. Uh, so these young men may have to sign without ever actually officially being on campus. Um, it would be interesting to see if that has an impact on college football three to four years from now. But, hey, all that conversation and more coming up. Tomorrow we'll be talking true false. We'll be looking at uh, an opportunity to talk about what's happening uh, around the college football landscape and more right here on the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7. Remember this, trust in the Lord always, lean not your own understanding, always acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Roll Tide. It's a